tuning in to the Peace, Love, and Awareness podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Bilbo. Today's guest is Liam. He is going to be sharing his ET contact experience, as well as his various experiences with the men in black, as well as his experience and knowledge of alternate timelines. And don't forget, please subscribe and hit that like button. We appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed already, please do. If you already have, thank you very much. Enjoy the episode. The men in black, they are an agency that aim to silence people from speaking out against ET contact, against any paranormal experiences. I came to head this summer where one of the agents actually visited me and spoke to me and warned me against speaking out and that would be consequences to that. Uh, I was pretty scared. I was frozen to the chair. Really was frozen because I was in a library. This happened in a library. And it was pretty scary. And I feel it is my connection to politics that has put me on their radar. You know, they know I'm thinking about becoming a candidate. They think that I'm going to speak out about this ET connections and alternative timelines. And they would put out a smear campaign and discredit me, I know they would. The aliens themselves, they were more civil than the men in black, to be honest. You already did all sorts of experiments. They're a lot more, definitely a lot more civil, but I don't feel these aliens are here to harm humans. I think they're here to learn from us. But I also think they feel sad for us because we're a failed civilization or a faulted civilization. But I think the men in black want to keep this fear of almost like the Hollywood movie Independence Day and they keep that narrative or else people would come to accept these beings that I believe do walk among us. I believe that they are walking among us even today. All I know is that anyone who comes out against the men in black are in danger. 100%. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah. I agree with what you said. The military, the humans who have the technology and the men in black, they basically huh. have the upper hand with the technology you know they want to keep all that suppressed because it serves their priorities yeah. you know money power corruption mm-hmm. um but i'm curious with the men in black you said that you believe that you got on their radar when you started getting involved in politics Prior to that, had you had ET contact? No, no, I hadn't. I feel, I don't know why I had that contact. I don't know why, I can't. I thought about that, but I can't answer it. 
That's incredibly unique that you were contacted by the men in black prior to your ET contact. Yeah. That's kind of, most people would think it would be the opposite. After the contact, yeah. Here in America, and I can't speak for everyone, but in America, I think we have the perception that the men in black are the ones that are going to show up after your ET contact, knock on your door and tell you whatever you saw, whatever happened, keep your mouth shut or else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've read that as well. When it comes to this, there's so many levels to it and there's so much we're not aware of. It doesn't surprise me that they're involved in politics. I think think they have to be involved in politics Mm -hmm. else how could they have the influence that they have i'm sure that they have their people in probably every government and every branch across the globe Mm -hmm. like not just moles or people that feed them information but they probably have actual people in these roles yeah absolutely and i feel that with the invent of artificial intelligence as well that is alien technology you know look at bob lazar the whistleblower who worked at area 51 you know if you actually read look look at his interviews and look at all in describing all the technology he worked with and the names of it it's all come true Mm -hmm. these technologies are there now and i thought he was crazy at the time that was an effort to silence him Bob Lazar, his employment record is even wiped. They left one piece of evidence, and that was a photograph of him working at business. And for one time, he was discredited. Isn't that wild that they were able to erase his professional and educational record just to cover their tracks so that way people didn't find out about S4 and the underground bases and the UFOs and the technology? And it's wild. Yeah. And he now lives as a recluse. No one knows where he lives. And I think eventually that's what I'll have to do. Eventually. Because I won't stop speaking out against them. I won't stop speaking out about the ET connection, alternative timelines. So I do feel there's alternative timelines. There's multiple dimensions with us you know i think it was stephen hawkins actually mentioned that first that actually probably this world is actually simulated and we know that with the mandela effect i don't know if you've heard of the mandela effect you know people have all these false memories and it's scary to someone how much of our memory is actually false you know how much have they implanted in there my experience of alternate timelines was actually seeing myself in the street you know, I lost maybe about half an hour of time. And when I came back, I saw myself. I actually walked past myself and nodded to myself. And then the next day, there was this black car that pulled up at the side of me, which I took a picture of. I mean, I've actually sent that picture to yourself. Yeah, the car. Yeah. I have said to friends that if you ever hear of me taking my own life, don't believe it. 
don't believe it and shout it from the rooftops because I feel that I am in dangerous territory, definitely. And I'm going to have to get a new phone. That's all there is to it. How did you find out that your phone was tapped? When people called me, there was a click during the conversations. And I got on the phone to have a look at my phone. And he actually found a little gadget inside my phone. And he said, get rid of your phone. Just get rid of it. Get a new one. It happened again to your new phone? Yeah. It's absolutely happened again. And that's because I dare to speak on a podcast. Could be seen by thousands of people. I feel like there are certain things that are likely to get on their radar and draw their attention to yourself. And that obviously puts you in danger because they're dangerous people who operate outside the law, who are essentially above the law because they answer to no one. So that's as dangerous as you can get. They can do what they want. They can cover it up like it never happened. If you're going to speak out or if you're in that situation, I feel the safest way is to be as public as you can. Then if something does happen to you, it just validates what you said. Absolutely. The thing that I am most scared of is being discredited. Because I think if they didn't kill me, they'll put me in jail for a crime I didn't commit. Or like a loony bin and convince everyone that you've lost it mentally. Yeah. Which is the narrative that they've used, you know? Absolutely. That's why most people laugh it off like it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to do a podcast with us. I'm sorry if I come across nervous or on as long gaps. You know, this is like, I, it's like really big. It, it's incredibly dangerous. You know, I even know what they look like. That spoke to me. I had the long beard. He had a black suit, tie, a hat. He sat next to me and he said, if you speak out, there will be severe consequences. This was in my own local town in a library. That she walked into the library. And sat next to me. What was that conversation like? At first I said, who are you? And he went, I think you know who I am. And yeah, it clicked. I know who you are. I know who you are. And I said, if you're going to do something, do it quickly. And he said, If you speak out, there will be severe consequences. Speak out about what? Speak about the ET contact, speak out about the knowledge that was downloaded by these beings. Point, you had had ET contact. Yeah. Artificial intelligence is an alien technology, reverse engineer technology. That's what I was told is the aliens technology, artificial intelligence, that's what it is. And I feel the likes of like Russia and China will weaponize that. 
absolutely weaponizing it. And I think I'm in Ukraine up to the teeth is a big mistake. Is a massive mistake. From what has been told to me and what I know, I think your president hasn't made a major mistake by sending weapons to Ukraine. And I think our prime minister's made a mistake by backing him, especially Boris Johnson. I physically don't know how, how this would end, but the men in black have been around since the 60s. And I don't think they're going to stop now. I really don't. And I believe these beings won't make themselves known. Aliens won't make themselves known because I think if they do, they'll be weaponized. I think they'll be exploited. I don't know if you're familiar with Stephen Greer, the Disclosure Project. Stephen Greer has the press conferences that he's done, but he's also done like four or five documentaries and he's on a bunch of different shows. He always brings the fact. I respect the fact that he always has documents. If I'm going to trust a witness testimony, someone in the military is credible, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Especially now Congress passed the, like, whistleblower to where they can come forward and not be prosecuted. Mm-hmm. He said he has, like, two to three military whistleblowers coming forward a week. That's a lot. Yeah. I think um, even more. So, and he has thousands of documents, right? Based on all the information he's gathered from different classified, unclassified documents, I want to say in the late 50s, there was created like a panel, a group of men called like the Majestic 12. Yeah. And they're supposed to be like the top of the top. I've heard that. On the Blue Book Project as well. It's changed names a few times over the years. Like it was Majestic 12 and then it was MJ something. And it's changed names at least two or three times. But they are supposed to be like the ones pulling the strings. But I think it's worldwide, like you said, also. I don't think it's just the United States. I think that kind of power and corruption is on a global scale. Yes, I agree. And I think COVID was an alien virus. I don't think that was naturally from a bat. That's rubbish. I do not believe one bat created a worldwide pandemic. I've spoken to many doctors and scientists who agree with my theory. And they said it was something to bring the globe to a standstill for economic reasons and experiment. It was a sort of experiment how much we'd comply. And we complied. I complied. Yeah, I did too. What exactly makes it alien? They described it as a novel virus. It seemed to be intelligent, extraterrestrial. The virus seemed to be intelligent. Because every time it was on the brink of defeat, it changed and it did something else. 
as though it knew it was on the brink of defeat. And I don't believe no virus actually does that. Not even the common flu doesn't do that. It's almost like an intelligent virus, even though it had no brain, no mind, no lungs. It still is on the edge of defeat. And just imagine if that was happening in, in a wartime scenario. I think that would be worse than nuclear. I think a new civilization would rise. I think it would be led by a completely different being. I do. And you know what? You couldn't blame them. You, you couldn't blame them overthrowing those humans. Look at the mess that we've made of the world. So let's dive in some more yeah. with a little bit more detail of your ET contact that you've had. Yeah, absolutely. All I can say is it, it has got flashbacks and I was experimented on for hours. I had instruments inserted into me and skin samples cut from me. It was like a dentist chair. Okay. So I was restrained into a dentist-like chair. And I had an instrument put down my throat. I had, I had instruments in other places that were um, uh, intimate. And it took a sample of everything. Saliva, skin, blood, and even semen. When they took the instrument from my mouth, I asked, what is this for? What are you doing? And they went, we want to study everything about your kind because there's no other kind in the universe that destroys themselves. And was that a verbal communication or? No, well, verbal communication is almost like I said, being downloaded with knowledge. So it was telepathic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why it was, and then yeah. do you remember like taken onto the ship as far as like when you started to remember the when you started having flashbacks do you remember that part of it or just being on the ship I just remember being on the ship I don't remember being put onto the ship I remember being on the ship I was just curious if you had saw like the outside of it no no. And what did the inside look like? How many beings did you see? What did they look like? I saw four beings. They were thin. They had a almost like a rug ball shaped head, black eyes, mouths were like slits, then no ears. Uh, so there was four of them. The ship was full of computers. Now it's computers, sounds computers, it was technology I've never seen before. What color was their skin? Gray and black. And how tall were they? Five foot five. Okay. They're not the tallest people in the world. They're not white and square. They weren't particularly strong. But they had technology. They were clever. And their technology I hadn't seen before. The instruments were like metal but smoother than metal it was like the smoothest i've ever felt anything like it in my life and there was, i had no pain whatsoever none whatsoever no pain nothing no sorrows nothing like that the computers that had were almost like holograms they weren't like physical 
technology. My hands went straight through, straight through it. And they said that it's their way. They said, like you humans lock your screens. That's how we lock our screens. Make it holographic. So someone who would touch it, it would just go straight through. And that's how they would lock their screens. Did you see any information or maps on the screens? I saw languages that are writings of languages that I've never seen. You know, we've all seen English, obviously English, but Spanish, French, Chinese, all that. I saw written languages I've never seen, symbols I've never seen. I have no idea what that meant. I couldn't read it. I didn't really want to read it. All I was concentrating on was these instruments in every hole that I had body. And I just wanted to go home. That's totally understandable. And I was glad to be home. But for me, the real terror started afterwards. Being followed, being warned, and being one of grave consequences. So was that the only time that you had the, you know, contact where you were taken on board? Yeah, that was the only time. I haven't been back since. I don't think there will be. They've got anything they needed from me. So how does your out-of-body experiences that you mentioned tie into that? I think that the out-of-body experiences was them because on the ship, I feel like I put my mind on a different frequency because I had to, because, you know, it's, it's not of this world. So I think somehow my mind or my brain is still on that frequency. And the outer body experience is actually slipping into a different timeline. And I feel that I have been in multi-dimensions. So I've seen the opposite of things. Like, for example, I work for an optician. And I said, it's one of the opticians that worked there. I said, you've tested my eyes once. She went, nope. I've only been hearing alien, not to see your eyes. I can remember the full appointment, the questions I asked her, what she said to me, everything. I have a full memory of that full appointment with her. I have vivid memories of a wife that I've never lived as well. The one that I remember is having a wife, children, growing old, dying. And that's pretty heartbreaking because I have like these connections to these people, the people I've never met, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel love for someone you've never met. Yeah. From your memories, were you able to determine like where and when you were in this other life? Where and when? I was definitely still in England, definitely still where I'm living now. So I recognize the surroundings around me, recognize where I was. See, with all of its timelines, like, it built a tunnel is an opposite of this timeline. So in the alternate timeline for us, I'd be the interviewer and you'd be me. Talk about your experience, it's the opposite, it's the opposite way around. Mm -hmm. And that's actually going on now as we speak. 
but alternatively, that's actually going on now. That interview is taking place right now. That's a lot to wrap your head around. Deja vu, you know. Liam, I wanted to ask if you could elaborate and kind of give us some more information and, and maybe you can even tie in your own personal experiences as it relates to the parallel realities that you mentioned. Yeah, so prior realities is the opposite of our world. So, for example, the roles would be reversed for us. My personal experience in this universe, I'm a gay man with a boyfriend. In the other universe, I was a straight man married to a woman. So it's the opposite. You know, like, for example, I think Stephen Hawkins that said that when Elvis died in 1974, there was another universe of Elvis living. Elvis being alive and well. I think it was uh, Richard Dawkins, a great philosopher, who said that in another universe, Boris Johnson's a Labour Prime Minister, not a Conservative one. So what a parallel universe is, is the opposite. Opposite to our world. Why is that? Why does it have to be the opposite? It's like a magnet. Negative and positive. If there's no negative and positive, they can't come together. I had heard of parallel realities, but I never I never knew that that meant the opposite. Yeah, because for something to stick together, you have to have a positive and negative. The laws of physics prove that. If you had two positives, it would just mold into one. The laws of physics would never allow that to happen. Ever. Like the laws of duality or the law of polarity? Yeah. Yeah, laws of polarity, the laws of physics. Then you can go bigger. Then you said, who's created this universe? Who has created this parallel universe? You know, hey. Look at the Sims computer again. Do they know they're in an alternate universe? Is our life like the Truman Show? Is there somebody high in an office thinking, hey, you daft bastards. What are you doing? Tell you what will make it interesting. We'll do some climate change. We'll put fires and floods in there. Let's make this experiment interesting. Uh, and people like me who are talking about this are being followed by people like the Men in Black because I don't want people to be talking about this. My own experience is that I've seen myself from a universe. I've embodied myself from this alternate universe. And I've also remember a life that's opposite to life I have now. If my theory is, if it's true, if my, my theory is, if we were able to cross over to a parallel universe and stay there, we would destroy the laws of physics. Because if I stood and had a conversation with myself on the alternate universe, what would that do to somebody's mental health? Well, actually, your life's a sham. My life's the real one. Yeah, that's the point in which my head explodes. Mm. Because I can't keep up with the this and the, like, 
a little too complex for me. Yeah. It is. And I, I'll always talk about this. I'll always get out of it. I lost my job over this because, you know, the men in black made sure I lost my job that I'd had for six years. Have you ever had any other experiences like the one where you walk past yourself? Or is that a single incident that happened? That was a single incident that happened. And how long did that happen? I mean, how long did that, like, how long did that experience last? Seconds, a minute, probably. Because I literally walked past myself and nodded at myself. He nodded back and that was it. We were wearing the same clothes and everything. Everything was the same. Everything was. Apart from the personality. If my theory is true, we'd have a different personality. Did you happen to like turn around to see if he was like still walking? I or... turned around. There's like, oh my God, turn around. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. But is that Liam talking about this? Is he saying the same thing saying? I was in an alternate timeline for a while and I saw myself and nodded at him. I always think what's he saying about me? You know, what's his life like? What's his career? That's mind-blowing. Is this world better than mine? Better than ours? How far away is he from us? I don't think that far. I think given the right frequency, you could quite easily cross over into that. But we don't have the technology yet. A better question would be, is he in the same system as us or a different? So part of the same solar system. Imagine that's our world. That's our world there. That's the alternative world. They mm -hmm. live side by side. Okay. Sometimes they go like that and they cross over and people see things like ghosts, apparitions, feel things. And then for another split second, they separate. Now, if we had the technology from our world to do this, break through. You could then travel to that universe. It won't take a lot of time at all. The problem you've got is that if we develop this technology, whose laws applied? Our laws, their laws. Would we start a war? Would they start a war with us? You would have two prime ministers, two presidents. We would have to. Uh, you know, maybe have a sit down with the Galactic Federation and maybe they can be like an intermediary for us, you know. Mm. And then again. Hey, anything's possible. Imagine two President Bidens, which was the legitimate president. Because. Yeah. We'll let them duke it out. Like. And that's where 
the men in black come in because they would never allow us to use that kind of technology. Ever. Because of that happening. Forget use it. They're not even going to let us, like, confirm its existence. Nope. Like, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know? Yeah. I mean, eventually, but I'm saying right now, they're not. Oh. They've been working for Stephen Greer, (laughs) uh, based on whistleblower testimony of military, um, you know, ex-military and corroborating documents um we as in the united states the not the united states that you know most people talk about but the military industrial complex that pays these private companies to work on whatever it is we want them to work on like reverse engineering spacecraft Mm -hmm. according to Stephen greer we have had the ability to like travel through space since like the 50s i believe that i do too yeah we have underground bases on mars i'm not sure about that i'm not sure i'm not i'm not so sure about that uh Yeah, I don't doubt it. We have underground bases on Earth all over. I think people are becoming more aware of alternate realities. Now, look at the new Flash film. They base a lot of their storyline on alternate universes. Yeah. I'll say to my friend, that's actually based on a real theory. You know, imagine it. If my theory is actually true, then we know what heaven is. Elaborate for me, please, for simple folk like me. So, in heaven, just another dimension. Yeah. Nothing religious about it. There's no pearly gates, no white beers, no Jesus. Because I always think the Bible was created so people could explain what was happening around them. You know, why is, why is the earth like this? That's called for the theory that someone made it in seven days. Mm-hmm. You know. I think it's just at a certain point, it became corrupt and it became more about power and control and yeah. telling the stories that serve the narrative and the story that they want to be told. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mean to mean negative Nancy, but it just kind of seems to line up with everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think thought a alternate reality was like right here like what you're saying you know like it would be like right here but what do you think creates it a creator do you mean yeah how how is well, it created well we have people like bill gates and elon musk they're creating technology Maybe an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates created technology so sophisticated that we could create alternate realities. It's and fascinating. It is, definitely. And 
I think we should wish each other a good night on that note. Thank you so much for coming on, being open and honest. Thank you. Take care. Have a good night. Bye.